Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Saints, we just want to say that we love you so much. And there's really nothing that you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Saints, I am I am ready. Amen. I am ready. Uh, to to share what the Lord gave us on today. Amen. Um, I don't know if you're ready or not, but we are going to walk on water. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we're going to walk on water. And um, I am just totally thrilled to, to bits, amen, about the word that the Lord has given us on today. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you, Lord God, will have your divine way on today. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, that you, Lord God, would do what only you can do. I pray, Lord God, that you, Lord God, will open the eye of our understanding that we may hear, that we may see, that we may know what it is the Spirit is saying unto the church on today. In the name of Jesus, thank you for going before each and every last one of our days, Lord, each and every last one of our steps, each and every last one of our mindsets. In the name of Jesus, Lord, have your divine way. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. And the saints said, Amen. Hallelujah. The saints said, Amen. So on yesterday, beloved, we talked about, um, we talked about not going past verse 1. Amen. Um, which was, I want to say, Esther... <clears throat> Esther chapter 5 verse 1 Now it came to pass on the third day That Esther put on her royal apparel And stood in the inner court of the king's house Amen Over against the king's house And the king sat upon his royal throne In the royal house Over against the gate of the house This is what we talked about on yesterday The Lord led us in a whole nother direction Amen Oh, uh, Talking about uh, Esther and it's founding on verse 1 well the Lord gave us on today um, we're going to go over to hang on just a minute yep All right, so we're going to go over to the book of we're going to go over to the book of Psalms. Hang on, just a second. This is one of those. Yeah, excuse me. Proverbs fifteen and three. Amen. We're going to run over to Proverbs. 15 and 3. Hallelujah. And then we're going to another place. Give me a second. Hallelujah. So we're going to start with Proverbs 15 and 3. And uh, um, we're going to go over to. 
Matthew 5 and 16. And then we're going to go over to Matthew 5 and 16. All right, Matthew 5 and 16. These are the things the Lord instructed me to give you on today. Amen. And so, to give us on today. Did I say you? Us. He instructed me to give this to us on today. Amen. Yes, us, us, us. All right. So, Proverbs chapter 15. Okay, and we're going to walk on over there. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 15. I don't know about you, sirs, but I'm excited. I am excited in the place that I'm in. Why? Well, because, listen to this, sometimes we can feel like we are in a place of stagnation. You know, sometimes we can feel like we're in a place of waiting. Sometimes we can feel like uh, we're in a place of uh, about to come out. Right? Right at the drop of a hat. I can't blink my eyes or I'll miss it. About to come out. Right? I'm about to come out of this situation. I'm about to come out of this circumstance. I'm about to come out of this stronghold. I'm about to come out of this uh, way of saying things. I'm about to come out of this uh, way of doing things. I'm about to come out of this. Right? Have you ever felt like, hey, I'm about, I feel it in the depths of my soul. I'm about to come out of this thing. I just got excited even more. We're about to come out, saints. Do you believe this? Hallelujah. I don't know if you believe it, but I do. I I believe it. I do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you may say, well, what what are we about to come out of? Whatever you've been dealing with. Amen. Whatever you've been dealing with, all you have to do is put a little faith, okay, put a put a little faith with what's been going on. And the Lord says, now is the time. Hang on, give me just a second. So the Lord says, now is the time. And I don't know if you believe this because uh, many times we hear so many say, hey, now is the time. And now is the time. And now is the time. And sometimes we get to a place in life where we're like, "Uh, I've heard that before. What do you mean? What do you mean now is the time? You you know, I heard that last year. And I heard that the year before. And I heard the year before. And I heard the year before. The Lord is saying... Yes, now is the time. Amen. It's just like um, it's just like the enemy to uh, cause us to feel like that everybody's crying wolf. Everybody's crying wolf. Every time somebody say, you know what, we're about to come out and you're about to get your breakthrough and you're about to get your deliverance, it seems like people are crying wolf, right? And then the one time the boy cried out, wolf, wolf, wolf. Right? Uh, it really was a wolf, but nobody came. Right? It really was a wolf, but nobody came. So now that the Lord's people, now that the Lord's voices are telling us, now is the time to come out. Many times we've been and heard false prophets uh, for years and years talking about you about to come out. And we, we just it just wasn't the time to come out. Amen. And uh, somewhere, sometimes we can stop believing 
that the Lord will even or can even bring us out. But let me tell, let me let your big sister tell you something. Yes, amen, it is the time. The Lord says, I'm about to bring you out. Amen, I'm about to bring you out in the name of Jesus. And I don't know, saints, I just got, I just got really excited about that. Amen. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. So Proverbs chapter 15, okay, and verse 3. But we're going to start at 1. Why? Because it just looks so appetizing. That's why. 1. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright. But the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are. Okay. I'm reading out of the KJV. I don't know which version, which version of the Bible you may have. But in the KJV, it reads... The eyes of the Lord are. Alright. So that means even in the present time. The eyes of the Lord are. Okay. Not was. Which is in past past tense. Past time. But the eyes of the Lord are. In every place. Now I'm going to say it again. This is what the Lord gave me to share on today. Alright, so he wants us to know this today. Amen. And I don't know who need to hear this, but the Lord, I said, Lord, what do you desire for me to share with your people on today? And he gave me these two scriptures. Okay, these two scriptures. One, Proverbs 15 and 3. Two, Matthew 5 and 6. Alright. So let's go on further. He says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. All right. Um, Beholding means to look. Beholding the evil and the good. Amen. Beholding the evil and the good. So, hear this. Every. Every. What in the world does every mean? And that the eyes of the Lord is in every place. Okay. It says used to refer to all. All. Amen. Every. Every. Used to refer to all the individual members of a set without exception all right um yeah it said another definition is all possible the uttermost amen so all everything possible the eyes of the lord are in every place meaning all individuals and members uh without exception no exception nobody gets to opt out from the eyes of the Lord. Amen. Nobody gets to opt out. Uh, nobody is in a dark room. Uh, covered by the blackness. 
And they get to opt out of the eyes of the Lord being in every place. No, the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. Amen. Um, Verse 4 is just amazing. Verse 4 says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein, a breach in the spirit. And so, uh, many times on the channel, we talk about that perverseness of tongue. You know, people using foul language and things like this. And yet, they say that they're sons and daughters of God. No. If, if, if we, when we become saved, when we become saved, one of the main things the Lord will clean up first, amen, is that mouth. Amen. I'm telling you. One of the main things the Lord will clean up first is that mouth. Amen. Why? Because your speech, it's going to be your speech that's going to let people know whether you're of God or whether you're not. Amen. It's your speech. Uh, when Jesus when they begin to torment Jesus, when they begin to crucify Jesus, uh, they told the disciples, uh, your, your, your speech betray you. Peter, your speech betray you. Why did they say that? Because Peter was talking like Jesus. That's why. Your speech, you sound just like him. Your speech betray you. And this is when Peter began to use foul, vulgar, vulgar words. To disassociate himself from the Christ. Amen. To disassociate himself from the Christ. So perverseness in tongue, perverse words, many and oftentimes, this shows us that these are ministers of of darkness transformed into light. Talking about they know the Bible. No, no. Because we can know the Bible all day long. But do the word know us? The Lord said, turn, I never knew you. He didn't say, you never knew me. You might know of me. You done heard of me. You done studied me. But I don't know you. Why? We didn't never have no relationship. Never had intimacy. If we did, I would have got you pregnant. I would have got you pregnant. Hallelujah. Pregnant with what? Pregnant with a tongue that's wholesome. Uh-huh. Pregnant with the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pregnant with all of these beautiful things that allows us to function in life and still be set apart and different. Amen. This. This part. This is the part that many that are going the other way and they think they're going the right way. Many of them, they bypass this part. Amen. They bypass this part. And this part is is very needed. Amen. And so, 4 says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. In the beginning, there were two trees. One was a tree of life, the wholesome tongue. And then there was a tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a lot of times, we hear people, mainly people that call themselves Hebrew Israelite, they cuss the, they cuss the most. Uh, we hear them with the knowledge of good. They have a knowledge of good, but evil. Every time they open their mouth, evil coming out, evil coming out, evil coming out. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's disheartening to see. 
uh, that a person can believe that they are of the cross and that they don't have to sound like God or they don't have to sound like Jesus the Christ. They feel like I got the knowledge and I can do evil, right? And then they begin to call evil good and then they begin, then they begin to call us the Christians evil. Amen. So they begin to call evil good and they begin to call good evil. Hey, you see how, you see how twisted that is. Amen. So anything else outside of Jesus Christ is going to be a twisting. Amen. It's going to be a twisting of the mind. It's going to be a twisting of the tongue. It's going to be a twisting of the personality. It's going to be a twisting. Yeah. Anything outside of the word of God is going to be a twisting. Amen. There is no other way. But the right way, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And right here, because Jesus said he's the life, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Hallelujah. And the Bible, he, the Bible, uh, the Bible backs us up every time. Amen. It's just beautiful uh, being on the witness stand. All right. And the Bible, Jesus, uh, Father, being there to back us up every time. Like, I, I can't lose. We can't lose. We can't lose. Why? Because Jesus backs us up every time. When we're in the Word, Psalms 91, the secret place, okay, of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. While abiding underneath the shadow... People will talk about you. People will ridicule you. People will whisper behind your back while abiding underneath the shadow of the Almighty. But it's just because they have chosen not to count up the cost to be able to abide underneath the shadow as well. So it's almost like I'm a little mad because you get to abide under the shadow and I don't. Actually, you do. Amen. It's all a part of having a well-made-up mind and a fixed heart to go all the way. Amen. Just go all the way. Just throw it all in there. Just, 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 just throw it all in. Amen. Throw it all in. Tell the Lord, Lord, I, 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 I choose you. Lord, do what you have to do in me. Lord, I, I surrender my all. I surrender my mouth. I surrender my body. I surrender my will. I surrender my emotions. And don't think just because you make uh, this 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 promise or don't think just because you make this vow that the enemy is not going to come at you. As a matter of fact, he's going to come at you a little bit more. Why? Well, because now I have someone who used to didn't surrender. Now they're talking about surrendering. And this is a soul that I am not going to have. Uh, be able to take captive of so now so now uh i need to i need to seek my demons on this one amen to cause them not to be able to render to to surrender to cause them not to be able to go forth uh to cause them not to be able to come out amen to cause them not to experience a breakthrough a come forth amen in being victorious amen so yeah the fight is on amen the fight is on but we win amen how many believe that we win Yes, 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 yes. We win. We win. Amen. And so it's it, it, it's worth fighting. Amen. It's worth fighting. 
And uh, don't mean that we don't feel the fight. We do feel the fight. Amen. But this is where the Lord says, I have to let you feel that pressure so you can gain muscle. So you can gain strength. Amen. And so you can walk heavy. Yeah. So you can walk heavy. Hallelujah. In the word, when somebody comes up and with the same word and try to fight against you, you got to walk heavier than them. Amen. You got to have a more assurance that I'm on your side knowing that they are in error. You got to know. Amen. And because we have to have such security in Christ, we have to uh, uh, keep our heart with our diligence. Okay. We have to make sure we're girded up. Why? Because there's going to be a lot of people that's going to try to come and fight us with this very same word. But guess what? They cannot and will not prevail. Why? Because God is on your side. Amen. God is on the side of those of us that are choosing to walk upright. Not in our own way. Amen. But choosing to walk upright. There are many people that say, I used to be a Christian. I used to be a Christian. I used to be a Christian. They don't understand that those few words right there is going to be their most bitter words. Do you understand? Those few words right there. I used to be a Christian. I used to. Though I used to be a Christian. Six words. I used to be a Christian. Six words. Six is the number of a man. Those six words right there is going to be some. It's going to be people's most bitter words. You understand me? Because they chose something else. But I woke up and realized that I'm this, and I woke up and realized that I'm that. You better, you better ask yourself who woke me up. Who, uh, 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 who, who, who was it that woke me up? Was it the devil? Was it the devil? Uh, was it the devil? You know, when I look back in the beginning and I see Adam, and this is the first time I, I believe I've ever spoken this to anybody else, but I used to wonder this to God, I used to ponder this to the Lord, say, Lord, you put Adam to sleep. Who was it that woke him up? Who woke Adam up? Who woke him up? Who woke him up? Do you know who woke Adam up? Do you think that the Lord gave Adam some anesthesia and he was supposed to wake up on his own time? Or do you think when the Lord puts you to sleep, it's the Lord that wake you up? How do you see it? I say, Lord, who woke Adam up? Because when Adam got up, Adam began to start prophesying to Eve and he called her woe man and woe in the beginning of any word. It doesn't mean to to it doesn't mean good things. Amen. It doesn't mean good things. Woe, alright. Woe. Woe. Woe man. I will call her woe man. Woe man. Now all of this was a plan of God, but just look at it. Go with me for a minute. I will call her woe man. But she was taken out of the man. Now the Lord called them male and female. This is what the Lord called them. But Adam said, I will call her woe man. Woe. 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 Means misery. It means sorrow. It means distress. Wretchedness. Sadness. Unhappiness. Right? 
Woe means great sorrow or distress. So Adam, the Lord put Adam to sleep, but who woke him up? Have you ever thought about who woke him up? Listen to this. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil uh, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Now I'm in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. Going on to 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good for that man. It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. So Eve helped Adam get Adam where Adam had to go. Where did Adam have to go? Well, out of the garden. It was God's plan for Adam to exit the garden. So so Adam could go on and do what he do. Cain and Abel and everybody else knowing all them. And then Jesus later, the lamb that was slain before the beginning of time, was to come on the scene. So all of this was the plan of the Lord. But just looking at the plan, okay, um, closely now. Looking at it closely. Looking at them. Um, Jesus, a uh, father says it's not good for man to be alone. She going to help him get out of it. She going to help him error. She's going to help him do what I need him to do. Amen. Why is she helping him error? Why is she helping him uh, get kicked out of the place that he was in? Why is she helping him? Well, because something woke Adam up, but it wasn't God. It, it wasn't God that woke Adam up. Because as soon as Adam woke up, he began to prophesy this stuff. I will call her woe man, for she is taken out of the man, and this and that and this and that. And then after that, they both take part of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Right? Let's look at it. Adam gave names to everybody. Okay. 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall up on Adam. Now, Adam is in a deep sleep. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Okay. So 22 says that the Lord brought her into the man. Verse 23 says, and Adam said, it never says, it says that God put him to sleep. But it never says God woke him. Hey, get up. Wake up, I got a gift for you. Hey, come on, come on, come on, come on. So, so Adam is here in 23 speaking. When the Lord comes back, Adam is woke. He brought her unto the man and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called, well, great sorrow or distress. She shall be called misery man. She shall be called sorrow man. She shall be called distress man. She shall be called wretchedness man. She shall be called sadness man. 
She shall be called unhappiness man. She shall be called trouble man. She shall be called difficulty man. She shall be called problem man. She shall be called trial man. She shall be called tribulation man. She shall be called burden man. This is what she shall be called. And because of this, a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and these two shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, they weren't ashamed yet. Not until the serpent. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, he said unto the misery man, he said unto the sorrow man, he said unto, he said unto the stressed man, he said unto the wretchedness man, he said unto the sadness man, he said unto the unhappiness man, he said unto the trouble man, he said unto the difficulty man, he said unto the problem man, he said unto the trial man, he said unto the tribulation man, he said unto the burdensome man. Hath God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the tribulation man said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the, of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the problem man, You shall not surely die. So now we have a whole lot of people walking around talking about they woke. Quote, end quote. They might be woke, but who woke them up? And why do they sound good and evil? When the Bible tells me that a wholesome tongue is a tree of, it's just a tree of life, not the tree of good and evil. It's a wholesome tongue is the tree of life. Matthew 5 and 6. Alright. Matthew chapter 5. Walking on water. Walking on water. Okay. Matthew chapter 5 and 6. I think I wrote this down wrong. It says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. All right, that's five and six. So I have to go back real quick, like, and make sure that I, because I can tell that I wrote this down wrong. Okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. Sixteen, Saints. 16, Matthew 5, 16. Alright, Matthew 5, 16. We have a little time, so let's read up until 16. Do you mind? Do you mind? You shouldn't mind, Amy. You should not mind. Some of you haven't read this much since last week. Come on now. Alright, come on now. Come through here. Come through here. Come through here. Alright. Little joke, a joke, little joke, a joke. Okay, so Matthew chapter 5, 16 says, And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, 
And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Now, anytime you hear the Lord teaching his disciples, this is something we really have to hone in on. Amen. Because you have to look at it. Jesus knew he had to go away and prepare a place that where he was, that we may be also. So he knew these disciples had to be the one uh, toting the toting the word, toting the gospel. So any, so he always took his time with his disciples. He always explained it more with his disciples. He always gave them more knowledge, more wisdom, and more revelation. Amen. Concerning his disciples. Okay. So with, with right here we see uh, they call these the be attitude. And a lot of times we are adjusting our attitude every day. Every day, every season, every year, every month, we adjust, we make adjustments. Every time we read the word, we make adjustments. And because we're in flesh, sometimes our flesh want to, uh, it's like a dial. Sometimes the dial can go backwards where the flesh, uh, likes to go backwards. Amen. And so this is why it's a walk by faith. We're continuing to go forward. If we don't continue to walk forward, our flesh is going to dial us backwards. So we're always uh, readjusting our attitude. And these are the B attitudes. Be like this. Amen. He was telling the disciples, be like this. Okay, so one says, and seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain. And when he, when he was set, his disciples came unto him. All right. So now, rereading it, there's a multitude there. But the disciples are here. Amen. The disciples are here. Listen to this too. And he opened his mouth and taught them saying, here it is, blessed are the poor in spirit listen to this saints it just it just keep grabbing my attention the bible said in verse 1 his disciples came unto him and seeing the multitudes he went up into a mountain and when he was set in the mountain his disciples came unto him all right his disciples came unto him so these are the ones that are close under him. All right. These are the ones that are close under him too. And he opened his mouth and taught them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. There's a difference between being poor in flesh, poor in spirit, the poor in spirit. They act like the poor in flesh. The poor in flesh is always begging, right? The poor in flesh, they're always pleading for this and pleading for that. The poor in flesh feel like they don't ever have enough. The poor in spirit are always begging the Lord. Like, Lord, we need you. Lord, come. Lord, do the work in me. Lord, cleanse me. Lord, Lord, wash me. Lord, make me fresh. Lord, make me new. The pure, the, the poor in spirit. They always feel like they don't have enough. Lord, do you feel like you got enough of God? I, I really want to know that. Do you feel like you got enough of God? Now, some of you said yes. And you ones that said yes, 
Y'all make way. I need these ones to move up to the front of the class because this word is going to tear you down. <laughs> Hallelujah. This word is going to strip you of that wax on you. We can't never have enough of the Lord. Ever. Because if you didn't know, sin is abounding. That means every day we need God's grace and mercy. Every day. The mercy and grace yesterday, we ruined that already. <laughs> it's, it's new grace now, today. Yesterday, that, that grace yesterday good enough for you? You still got grace left from yesterday? You didn't do nothing yesterday? Nothing wrong. No wrong thoughts, no wrong motives, no wrong nothing. So, so blessed are the poor in spirit always needing the Lord. We always need him to be camped, encamped around about us. Um. So blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. These people that's always needing the Lord, the Lord said the kingdom is yours. Why? Because you acknowledge me in all your ways. You are telling me that you need me in everything. Even though you might know the answer, you're still acknowledging me and asking me, Lord, I know I went up yesterday and we fought and we won yesterday. Now we're going up against the same principality, the same power. Lord, do we go up today? Can we, will we win today? And sometimes the Lord is like, hold steady, hold, hold. And other times he's like, yes, go up. But we can't say because I won yesterday that it's time to go up today. No, that's not how it works. We get killed in it that way. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn. For they shall be confident. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The meek will inherit the earth. Six says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Six goes right along with verse three. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst. After righteousness, right? For they shall be filled. The Lord is filling our bellies on today. Amen. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. All right. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Eight says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It don't matter what situation, no matter what circumstance, no matter where we are in life. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. When we're not pure in heart, we see everything else. Amen. We think, hey, this person's trying to take advantage of me. And this person's trying to do this. And this person's trying to do that. What if they are trying to do that? Okay. Sometimes we're looking at, oh, he's trying to take advantage of me. She's trying to take advantage of me. And we can't even see what God is doing. We're so busy, concerned about us. Oh, you ain't going to, oh, you ain't going to treat me this way. Oh, you ain't going to take advantage of me. Oh, you ain't going to just be sitting there lying to me. Oh, you haven't, haven't we learned since the beginning that God gets the glory out of everything? Have not we learned that even God gets the glory out of, out of the most subtle beast of the field? 
which he created? Have we not learned that God gets the glory out of everything the enemy does? Because we win no matter what, no matter what he do, we still come out on top. Have we not learned this yet? We, we ain't, you ain't finna do me any kind of way. You ain't finna treat me any kind of way. You ain't finna talk to me any kind of way. You ain't, what? Can you see what God is doing? Forget that. Look, look past that. Can you see what God is doing? Can we see what God is doing? Blessed are the pure heart, for they shall see God. Oof. He just in an old, terrible situation. She just in an old, terrible situation. You may look at it one way. God looks at it all another way. When we're pure in heart, we can see this old job with all these old snakes and stuff and all this and all that. God is is, is looking a whole nother way. <laughs> he is. He's looking a whole nother way at this situation. Like, I am gaining glory. As a matter of fact, that's where we're... Um, the, the other scripture that I saw was... Um, what was that other scripture? I believe it was um let's see, let's like to shine the man and see a good worse and glorify your father. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro, beholding the evil and the good. There's another scripture that came to mind. It'll come back. It'll come back. Bless are the it says, Bless are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro through the earth uh, to show himself mighty, I believe. Let's see. Let's see. Give me a quick second, saying I just want to put my eyes on it. I don't want to put my eyes on it. I want to put my eyes on it. Put your ears on it. Yes, 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 yes. Second Chronicles sixteen and nine. All right, Second Chronicles sixteen and nine it says, "For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro." Throughout the whole earth. We're not going to look up the word whole. Because I believe we know in detail. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. To show himself strong. In the behalf of them. Whose heart is perfect toward him. So we can look at the situation like. Yeah they just. They ain't finna do me this way. He ain't finna do me this way. She ain't gonna do me this way. They ain't gonna do me this way. And the Lord is like, will you hush? Can you just, can you just stop for a minute? Is it gotta be about you all the time? I'm looking to prove myself mighty. I'm looking. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I ain't finna go in no fire. I tell you what, ain't nobody else did that. I ain't finna. Will you just, will you just do it? Will, will you just do it? They ain't tell me no Nike. I'm saying, will you just do it? Why? So I can show myself strong on your behalf. Ooh, this situation don't look good for me. It don't look good for me. Will you just do it? Sometimes it's, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him showing himself mighty. Will you just do it? Do I have one that'll just do it? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Because I, I know if I send you in, you're a peacemaker. Why? Because your feet, you're supposed to have something on your feet. You're supposed to have something on your feet. What, what, do we do? what are we supposed to have on our feet, saints? What is our feet? Shy with. I'll give you a little time. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, Two, one. All right, I know you got it. I know you got it. I'm talking to some scholars on here. As a matter of fact, you feel offended that I asked you this. <laughs> I know I'm talking to some scholars on here, and you, you, you feel offended that I even asked you this. Like, how could you ask me such a such a little juvenile question? You know, I know what's supposed to be on our feet. Right, right, right. I know you got the answer. There's a helmet of salvation. Yes. Uh, the breastplate of righteousness. The loins of truth. The shield of faith. The sword of the spirit. And then there is the preparation. All right. Yes. Of the gospel of peace. The preparation of the gospel of peace. Our feet shod. With the preparation of the gospel of peace. So the Lord says, I'm looking to and fro in the land and I'm searching to see who, who is going to allow me to show myself mighty on their behalf. Who will go through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil because they know me, the supreme being, that I am with them and that my rod and staff is with me and it comforts them. Who? Who is really taking me at my word to believe that I will never leave them or forsake them, that I'm going to be with them even until the end? Who? You. That's who. Amen. You. Amen. And I thank God for you. Says, uh, bless are the peacemakers. So I can, I know that I can send you in and you're going to, you're going to do what you're supposed to do because you're supposed to be ready. Yesterday we talked about clothes and you're supposed to be ready. We are supposed to be ready at all times. At home, uh, one pastor told me, you don't ever take your garment off. Not even at home. You don't ever, never, ever take the armor off. Ever. I don't care where you at. 
You can be at a family reunion. You can be over in another country. You done left all the other heathens in the other country. And you done flew all the way across the world to another country. I bet you better, better, better have that garment on. I bet you better, better have that armor on. Because you think them demons didn't get on the plane with you and fly over there and say, Oh, you thought you finna get rid of me? Come on, yeah, yeah, let's pack our bags. Let's go over to Yugoslavia. Might take your clothes off. Better have that armor on. Bless other peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you. Let's look at what revile means. Because the Lord says we're blessed when we are reviled. Alright. Revile. Revile. Sounds like revival. Revile means criticize in an abusive or angrily insulting manner. Revile. Criticize in an abusive or angrily insulting manner. The Bible says, Bless are you. Now, these people, many of them say you bless when you got a bend. You bless when you have a three-story home with a four-car garage with cars that don't even fit in there. You got four in there. You got six more that's just hanging out in the elements. Right? They say you're blessed when you have gold, silver, and bonds in stock. These people say you're blessed. When you have riches. My Bible says I'm blessed when men shall revile me. Criticize me in an old abusive and old nasty, angry, insulting manner. Attack me, condemn me, criticize me. Rail against me. The Lord says, you, child, are blessed. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. For my sake. Twelve says, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Why? Why, how, how can I rejoice when these people are reviling me, Lord? Well, because he knows in the walk by faith that we have to come to this point in the road. Amen. And in this point in the road, he wants us to learn. Stop looking at what folks is doing. Just stop. Just, can I, can I, can will you just do it? Will you just go? Will you, will you just take it? Will you just do it? Because now, if you, just, if you just do it and stop thinking about how you feel, you'll see me. Amen. You'll see me and you'll rejoice and be exceedingly glad. 
Amen. Because you know you have a reward that's waiting on you. And don't and while I'm saying this, don't think that I've always been here. I have not. Like literally I had to walk this journey out. I had to not understand some things. I had to go through some things and not know what in God's green earth the Lord was doing in my life. But I knew key scriptures like uh, the steps of a good man are order. And I knew key scriptures like the Lord leads us and guides us in all truth and righteousness. And he said he'll never leave me or forsake me. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil for the Lord is with me. His rod and staff comfort me. I knew key scriptures to know I am going through hell, Lord, but you, you're letting me do it. And, and so my question now is why? Why? <laughs> why? And my question is why? And my question is what? Why are you letting this happen to me? And what did I do to deserve this? But as I kept walking and kept walking, the Lord allowed me to see and understand these things must need be. Because without these things, you don't have a uh, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven because you don't have verse 11. I'm missing verse 11. Some of us are missing verse 11. We just bent over backwards and we just, oh, I got to please them. I got to please them. And I got to be on their right. I got to be on their good side. And I got to be on their good side. And I got to suck up. And I got to suck up. And I got to suck up. And the Lord is like, you're missing a key ingredient because in this ingredient, I'm going to teach you a lot of stuff. And this ingredient ain't going to kill you. Why? Because I done taught you forgiveness too. So you can go and get this key ingredient. You got to have it. And once you get 11. All right. You're going to have to make a choice. Whether 11 going to cause you your soul to be damned to hell. Or you're going to excel. Verse 11 says, blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you. Some people are stuck right here. Mad, bitter, angry, upset, resentful, hate, nasty, nasty, nasty. Because the Lord tried to give them a key ingredient that they're going to have to have. Because in this ingredient comes the reward. In this ingredient comes the price we have to pay. In this ingredient comes many things. Many things come from this ingredient. But people have been killed by this same ingredient because they choose to reject Jesus Christ. Who came for the forgiveness and the remission of sins. He came for forgiveness. He came to give us forgiveness. He said, oh, our Father which art in heaven, pray after this manner. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. For, uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Uh, so we can't get forgiveness if we don't forgive. So 11 says, God says, you're going to need this. You're going to need it. But it's still up to you whether or not you let this kill you. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. If we can, we can go in the valley, but if we forget that God is with us and we start acting out and start just blowing, just acting out in the valley of the shadow of death, sometimes we can die there. 
Do you believe that? Can you look back and see how some people have died in the valley of the shadow of death? And how that's so sad because the Lord was right there. But they begin to resent who God was. Because of the situations, they begin to retaliate against the one who was there to protect them. They begin to resent and resist him. They begin to talk and speak against him and say, you know what? Well, I used to be a Christian, but I ain't no Christian no more. You were in the valley of the shadow of death. You were getting a key ingredient, verse 11. That leader did me dirty and that preacher and that preacher and this preacher and this. Some have crept in unawares, but that don't mean all of them like that. So they begin to retaliate against God while while becoming woke. I'm woke now. And, and now I have another knowledge of good and evil. They begin to take up the tree of knowledge of good and evil. They died in the valley of the shadow of death. And God was saying, I'm with you the whole time. Just keep walking. I'm with you. I'm trying to show you that all of y'all, I love y'all the same. I'm trying to show you that I have no respect to person. I'm trying to show you that, yes, keep these leaders lifted up in prayer. Because just like you can fall, they can fall. Just like you can slip, they can slip. Just like you have sin, they have sin. Just like you fall short of the glory, they fall short of the glory. And what is it that we don't see? But the Lord gives them a stronger mandate because I'm going to entrust my kids to you, but you got to point them back to me. Okay, Lord, I'll do it. So, oh, you, okay, so you got to point us back to the Lord. Well, look at you. Well, look at you. Well, look at you. And a lot of times they die. They die in the valley of shadow death. They die when the Lord shows them you can't worship this woman. You, you can't, it's not for you to worship her. It's not for you to worship him. But I'm speaking through the vessel. It's for you to hear my voice and to glorify me. It's Christ in them, the hope of glory, just like it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Does that make sense? So people have literally... Said these dreadful words. I used to be a Christian just because the Lord was trying to get them the ingredients that gets them rewards. And that's sad. Saints, we got to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. We left off on rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth but if the salt has lost its savor. Okay that's those that have said I used to be a Christian. They, their salt lost its savor and it's really good for nothing. Until they repent they're good for nothing. Until they repent until they repent sweet and bitter water proceed out of that fountain until they repent. Because the devil is going to give a knowledge. And he's going to say that this knowledge is good. And it's not. It's good and evil. It's mixed together. Amen. And then there's the tree of life. 
13. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. So when we look around and we see a whole bunch of people that say they woke. Oh, I'm woke. I'm woke. You better better watch out. Because most often times you're looking at salt that has lost its savor. Then they go above and beyond. They don't read every book under the sun. They know about every religion. They know about every agnostic. Everything. They know everything. They know everything. You better watch them. Because when they start going above and beyond, they're trying to hide something. They're trying to make that little salt they got that done lost their savor. They're trying to make that look like it can season something. And it don't season nothing but bitterness, hatred, resentfulness. Because this is the seed that's under the tree of good and evil. It's the seed of the serpent. You are the salt of the earth, but the salt have lost its savor. Where shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. Most oftentimes, the Lord gives us the Beatitudes because he wants us to be different. When he called us out and sanctified us, he caused a difference. And when the Lord lives in us, he gives us the strength to live holy. He gives us the strength to walk upright. Guess what? He even gives us the strength to only allow clean words to come out of our mouth. Do you believe that? What is the difference between the power of God and having no power at all? The power of God should do something, right? The power of God should allow us to act certain ways in situations, right? The power of God should cause us to excel, right? The, what, is, what is the use in having the power of God if, it, if it's no difference between me and them? Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, 16, that men may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen. So the Lord gave us on today, um, Proverbs 15 and 3. He gave us Matthew 5 and 16. And he gave us some more groceries. Amen. I tell you what, I enjoyed it. I really did. The Lord really do love some of these people that say, I used to be a Christian. He really does. He really does. And um, it's his call. Sometimes it seems like, it seems like a tongue lashing. It seems like a butt whooping. But it really is grace and mercy that's calling out to those that said that the Lord is saying, you haven't died yet. You're still breathing. You still have a chance. Amen. You still have a chance to repent. Just because some pastor hurt you, it, didn't mean, it don't mean now you're supposed to go be woke and go uh, start living out, living out life backwards. It don't mean go and, and invest in all these books. And get confused about where, where where right is and where wrong is. And who is right and who is wrong. 
It don't mean start calling evil good and good evil. Just because you see a few rotten apples in the bunch, it don't mean that those that are following Christ are evil. That's the devil. That's unforgiveness. That's being resentful. God's calling out to you today. Amen. God is calling out to us today. He says, my eyes are going to and fro in the land. I behold the evil and the good. Why? Because when he make a judgment, it's going to be proper. He don't ever make an improper judgment. You might say, oh, that person just a good person. That person always help people. That person always giving to other people. That person will give you the shirt off their back. The Lord's eyes behold the evil and the good. Just because they look good to you don't mean they look good to him. They always helping folk. What's their motive for helping folk? You want folks to look at you and marvel. You want them to look at you and say, oh, you're so good. Oh, you're so great. Oh, it's a good person. Oh. Then there's somebody else that help people. And they're doing it unto the Lord. They get, they, 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 they get rewarded. But this one over here, you know, there's no reward. That's damnation. Why? Because the motive was wrong. The motive for doing it was wrong. The motive for doing it was to edify ourselves and not God. How do you see it? Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Saints, look, we love you so much. Amen. We've come to that hour where you're going to go your way in your day. I'm going to go my way in my day. But we are still connected. Amen. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name.